I'm going to shower you guys with a wonderful story to get oh. us kicked off with the oh, show, great. don't you? Oh, I'm going to let it rain all over me. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. This article comes out of Loudwire and was written by Graham Hartman. Brass Against stole the show yesterday. This is back in November 12th at Welcome to Rockville, where front woman Sophia Eurista peed on a willing fan while performing on stage as she sang Rage Against the Machine's Wake Up. Eurista unleashed a powerful stream as the fan lay face up on the festival stage. In case you're unfamiliar with, Bra- with Brass Against... The Rock Collective creates brass versions of songs from Tool, Rage Against the Machine, Soundgarden, Black Sabbath, and many others. Tom Morello has even given the group his seal of approval. Anyway, a fan in attendance got golden showered for reasons that remain unclear. He appeared to have a GoPro on his head at first, but it fell off as he began to lay on the ground. Oh, no. (laughs) The dude seemed to enjoy himself, though, (laughs) with the crowd going absolutely nuts as Eurista. As, as Eurista let loose on the guy. The band continued playing throughout the bridge of Wake Up like everything was normal, while Eurista repeated Zach Della Rocca's haunting I Think I Heard a Shot lyric. Once the stream ceased, the pee-drinking gentleman celebrated like his first child had just been born. He rattled off some Tiger Woods arm pumps and followed it up by spraying pee from his mouth like Triple H entering the ring at WrestleMania. So Brass Against uh, had this to say on Twitter. This was in response to people like tweeting out this, how fucking insane this is. <laughs> We're still processing. This was profoundly unexpected. We're truly sorry. Not who we are as a band... And, well, how's your day going? So a bit of a tongue-in-cheek t- t- tweet there. Fuck How are you doing? <laughs> They're like, this is not us. This is not our brand. <laughs> We're not the pee-pee-poo-poo guys. Like, you know. We're just trying to make some music. <laughs> Anthony, is there any rock stars out there that you'd let piss into your open mouth? Oh, that's hard. Um, Maybe Lars and um, what's his name from Metallica? Maybe then. Maybe then. Cause you gotta, you gotta go with the classics. You gotta get like the people who are still probably good to go. So, purely just based on that. That's uh, that's a <laughs> good reasoning. Yeah, yeah. If it's based oh, on experience. I'd probably go with R. Kelly. Ugh. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're, I mean, yeah, experience. Wait, he yeah. at least know what he's doing, right? Oh, no. You know how to aim. Oh. Yeah, he knows the go. So yeah, what would have happened if she stopped midstream? You wonder. Like, in the middle of the song, she just stopped. And it's like, well, I guess I'm stuck here. Like, good performance, but man, what happened? How how this even happens, I just do not... I I don't understand. I get how, like, in a a performance, an artist might get carried away, but how how all these these things must have lined up. This, This gentleman wanted the piss. This lady needed to piss. And yeah, like well, well, good again, old guy. It sounded like he had a great day. Again, what would have happened if he was like, "Hey, me," and then she's like, oh, "No, I just went before the show. I'm out. I'm flat. I'm done. I can't help you." <laughs> the drummer can't stop drumming. He can't 
<laughs> Someone has to come and unzip the guitarist so he can. <laughs> He's mid solo, like. Mm, oh, jeez. Mm. <laughs> Someone strum for me for a second. <laughs> to news to reviews your place to be for gaming news stories and also your place to be for impressions on the latest games coming out each and every week my name is zach and i am here with my wonderful co-host who doesn't like to be pissed on as far as i know as far as present evidence has shown me yeah, yeah, I guess that yeah. suggests I try yeah, to piss on Lockie at some point. Yeah, know. no, thanks. Thanks, I'm glad you cleared the air with that one. Yeah, I'm oh, good, good, good. Lockie, how are you, bro? Yeah, I'm going well, thanks. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing well. I'm feeling very jovial after that intro story. That's got to be oh. up there in the oh, echelons you know. of one of the better ones. Oh, pit, piss, poop. It's what the fans expect. <laughs> we cover it all. Oh, and let's continue to give the fans what they're expecting with a, a week having another fantastic guest. We have joining us once again, Anthony from the What Do You Think About This podcast. Anthony, how you going, brother? I'm doing pretty well. I uh, haven't been pissed on today, so really hard to tell. But overall, I'd say pretty good. Oh, that's good to know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like pretty good because you haven't been pissed on, or it could have been better if you. Well, who's to say? (laughs) Oh dearie me! You haven't put out a podcast in a little while. Hurry up and get a podcast out, so we have more of a reason to plug plug you. But yeah, it's it. (laughs) What's the plug? (laughs) No, you still do. I mean, we can still plug you. We can plug your old shit. Listen to Anthony's old shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's there, it's out there, it's quality. I mean, you know, what else do you need as a listener? You've got four or five episodes out there to check out already, ladies and gentlemen. Get amongst it, and yes, they're going to be working on some new stuff soon. That is for show. Hopefully before the end of the year. <laughs> yeah, bloody yes. Where, well, where can everyone find your podcast and everything you create? Uh, yep, so you can find me and my friend Jaden at the What Do You Think About This podcast. We're on wherever you can find uh, good podcasts. Uh, you can find updates for the podcast on Twitter at what do you think about this pod? Hopefully we'll have an email set up soon if you want to send us queries or anything like that. Uh, and that's pretty much it for, uh, that at the moment. Ooh yeah, bloody oath. Go and get amongst it. You guys are truly some hardcore fans. I loved all your, your, your takes on the DC universe and whatnot. Um, yeah, lots of good stuff to get into there. And oh, God, your, your first episode, which I believe was bo- uh, mostly anime-based, was, was that correct? Yeah, yeah, it was just about, um, I think I might have told this story last time, I'm not sure, but me and him literally hung out and watched some anime, and we were like, well, let's just talk about this, because mm. <laughs> we just watched it, so it's still fresh in our minds. So yeah, that was about Attack on Titan and um, My Hero Academia, I believe. Bloody oath. And look, I'm, I'm not even a massive anime fan, but it still was a, fa- a fantastic listen for me because it's just always interesting to hear people who are passionate about what they what they uh, what they love and, and and into and and talking with one another. It's always oh god, that was the worst form sentence I've ever done. It's all right, I get you. It's I mean, it's why I listen to you you guys on the podcast. It's like yeah, 
Same oh, thing. Yeah. Bloody, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I am. I have zero steam left. I have zero. F- Zach's running on fumes, everyone. Oh, yep. I am struggling today. Oh Woo. no. Coffee, wake me up. <laughs> Actually, Guys, yeah. <laughs> gaming news will wake us up because we got some bloody interesting gaming news. How about we get stuck into it? All Let's right. go. <laughs> Our first story. Is it's 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 kind of I'm I'm just sort of being selfish here because it's kind of about me and that I'm uh, the, the, all right. There's bigger news around it in that Elden Ring gameplay has come out over the mm. last week. So if you want to check out some Elden Ring gameplay, it is there. There's like 16 minutes available to watch, but then loads and loads of different peeps have got their hands on it and got a preview copy and got to play a few hours or something like that <sighs> of Elden Ring. And now I'm actually considering picking up Elden Ring. So really? For the first, yeah, oh, no, yeah. So the first time, for the first time since Bloodborne made me never want to play another Soulsborne <laughs> game ever again, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. So the, a few things have sounded intriguing to me. For someone like me who just thinks that uh, like Soulsborne games are just too brutal, and I just I just don't have fun. I'm just anxious and stressed out the entire time playing them. Mm. Um, but the, some of the things that I, I read in different uh, different places just seem to appeal to me a little bit. And that because there's the open world format with Elden Ring, if you decide to, if you come, ac- come across, across a challenge, you can just fucking fuck off and just go do something else or like find yeah. another way around or you have options to stealth and stuff like that as well too. Plus mm. they've also given you powers and and spells and abilities that you can use and i've already seen a video of someone like cheesing a boss <laughs> using a spell i was like oh yeah. that actually that looks appealing for a pleb like me who finds yeah elder, like like the souls mm. games a bit too stressful because then yeah if i'm not having a good time i can just go and find something else and work at something else and try and build up my character over time to hopefully eventually come back and be able to trounce these enemies that were giving me a lot of trouble so yeah for mm. someone like me who finds them very intimidating it, it sounds it sounds a lot more appealing to me like it's still going to obviously be a very difficult time but maybe you know if i play it a certain way it won't be quite as brutal oi can i ask you if you know because i haven't seen this um mm-hmm. this fresh footage yet um with the spells do you need to equip your um, staff like you did in previous Souls games, or is it just you press buttons and a map to and assign to your spells, and they just fire off? Look, I, I'm not I'm not a massive Souls person, so I don't I wasn't really aware of all the minutia of what the character had equipped okay. and stuff yeah. like that as he was doing. But I, I I'm just curious because like it sounds a, like it's a little bit more accessible. Maybe it, they've revamped some yeah. of the combat to make it a bit more um, mainstream. I mean, it is pretty bloody mainstream, but maybe they've gone a bit more streamlined. Um, yeah, it, it didn't look. Direction. It didn't look like that to me. I, I, I don't know. Have you yeah. checked it out, Anthony? Yes, uh, I, I, I almost like set my alarm early to wake up and watch it, but then I realized it was at like three in the morning our time, and I was like, no. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, why, why ruin your day? No, the, I, I only do it if it, if it like is half an hour before I'm normally going to wake up. If it's like three out, three to four hours, I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> um, but no, uh, as someone who actually really likes Souls games, even though they again like uh, like everyone, they kick my ass. Um, I literally was playing 
Bloodborne again recently while my PS5 was getting fixed because I was like, well, I've got some. I need to play something in between my Ghost of Tsushima sessions. We'll get to that. Uh, so Bloodborne Ooh. was what I was doing to be like, all right, I've got like 30 minutes before I go to bed. Let's just kick some Bloodborne. And what I found was with Elden Ring, it looks like they're taking all the good elements from their other games and kind of working towards making a game that has all of them and then also adding new stuff. Because to mm. me, the combat looked like it took all the good points from Sekiro. Like, you have the, your jump attacks, you have your, like, slide attacks, like, interesting, mm. like, combat maneuver um, abilities. But then the magic system, um, as someone who's been playing, like, Demon Souls, where the magic is really basic, even if it's fun, it's just basic. It's yeah. 0.1, bam, bam, yeah. that's it. This yeah. looks like you charge some shit up, you like fling it at your enemy, and it does like a big flashy explosion. They they've really tried to make the, everything look fun and interesting, and that's what's really getting me excited about Elden Ring because mm-hmm. I was worried this was just going to be Dark Souls Four, which wouldn't have been bad, but I would have just been like, okay, it's just Dark Souls Four, got it. Whereas mm-hmm. I'm actually really excited for this now. It looks like it could be something very uh, different from FromSoft that we haven't seen yeah. yet. Yeah, it sounds like they're taking it in a little bit of a different direction, which is um, interesting at the very least. I mean, yeah, I'll, I'd be wrapped with a Dark Souls 4 because I fucking love that. But I, I agree. I've seen, I don't think I've seen the real suit you're talking about, but I, I saw like, um, oh, maybe it is the same thing. I, I only saw like a minute long thing where it's showing some of the spells and definitely graphically there's much more of a punch than anything I've seen in recent times with their spells. Their spells have always been a little bit lackluster. Oh. And just in, and just yeah. in general, like the, it looks absolutely gorgeous. I've always been of the mind that like I love the character models in the Soulsborne games. I always think they look fantastic, but I've always thought the the worlds to me look a little bit underwhelming. Obviously, they're going for that oh, get dreary fucked. and decrepit look. But I, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm um, just yeah, get fair, fucked. Fair I love their worlds. I love their designs from one this, to three. This is just absolutely visually stunning. Like, it's gorgeous. Like, I, there's so much yeah. color in the world. It's so vibrant. But then still, regardless, the enemies have the classic, beautiful character models like what they've had throughout all of the Soulsborne games. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, damn, that that dragon. You see, mm. like, it, 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 everyone's seen clips of that. Like, that's it's the so main good. highlight of all the previews that you'll be just wandering around you just defeated like a little henchman or whatever and then you just hear in the distance a sound and then you turn around to see a dragon landing right near you and it just looks amazing there's real impact to the way the dragon lands it has a, a, a you can definitely feel its presence when it's there it's they do such a good job of, of all that it, it, lo- it looks really cool I'm, I'm very impressed for their first sort of go at an open world game how the the open world design now obviously i didn't get to actually play it myself but i've you know got to see plenty of previews and i saw you know someone like you know maneuvering around a cliff face and then you wouldn't even see it until you got to that point and turned your camera in that direction but there's like a crack in there which you could then go and explore and actually a massive cave system into like it's a very very cool stuff so clearly the, the main takeaway I've heard from a lot of people seems to be that it's got a world that you really want to explore, and that, that definitely gets me excited for sure. So I, mm. I'm thinking I'm very likely going to be picking up Elden Ring. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, no, 100%. It, it feels like they took um, a very strong lesson from uh, Blue Point's remake of Demon Souls, because even my big thing was I love the art design and the look 
um, in theory of a lot of FromSoft. The issue is the details. Um, again, playing through Bloodborne again, it's like there are there are still points in that map where it's just there is nothing. There are just like empty spaces that just show you um, like uh, the rest of the world in like the back of the models and stuff. It polish is a little bit of an issue. This one looks like they've really tried to strive to get that polish down that again blue point did with um the demon souls remake mm. and i'm very happy for it i think this will be like top tier oh bloody hell. fingers crossed like yeah, it remains to be seen i think it's getting released in february now I yeah believe. jan or feb i can't remember yeah no they got pushed mm. back to feb i believe okay. so yeah, god feb is just fucking oh, absolutely I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna be able to play i'm gonna have to choose my games <laughs> oh far out <laughs> i don't know what we're gonna do I'm pumped though. It's game, good games coming out is good, and fingers. It looks, it looks like it's going to be a good game. Fingers crossed, it all works out in the end. Oh yeah, and it is time for some more Activision Blizzard news. Yeah, <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> Jen O'Neill has stepped down as the co-leader of Blizzard. So I think if you remember when JL and Brack left, they hired two co-leaders to take over as Mike Ibarra, um, and now he is absorbed her as the total supreme leader of blizzard <laughs> she's going she's leaving and says it's not because they're not handling things well i don't know she's just like i'm looking for new opportunities typical crap so there you go the one female the female leader that they had when they did the co-leader thing is now gone and now it's another dude awesome cool nothing like um leaving a sinking ship <laughs> yeah wow awkward yeah activision blizzard Made $1.95 billion between uh, July through to September, with $1.2 billion of that being purely microtransactions. That's crazy. Yeah. In a way. So, for anyone out there who's thinking, oh, God, Activision's really taking a hit with all these terrible, <laughs> terrible allegations and all these, all these court cases and everything going on. They're doing just fine. <laughs> they, they are not, They'll be fine. This is not affecting them really at all. Their bottom line is sweet. Well, you got to remember, most people, like general population-wise, don't really pay too much attention to the news and things going on in the world. They just yeah. like they they're living their lives, playing what they like playing, and you know that's it. It actually is a, a much smaller subsect that takes an interest in this sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, it's just a it's it's a reminder to why these massive companies are now putting out f- far fewer games, and they're they're just full of way more microtransactions because yeah. that's where oh, they it, make exactly. all the money. Like, oh. like this 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 sent me down the rabbit hole. I'm like, oh god, that that's crazy. But like, I'm pretty sure they make most of their money through microtransactions anyway. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, that was that was mind blowing hearing about that since 2016. Activision has made most of its revenue through selling microtransactions and far, far less in just in actual product sales. Yeah, I think, yeah. what is it, like, the yeah, looking at this graph, like, the last year they had even just slightly more was, like, 2015 or something. That's crazy. Yeah, exactly right. So, 2015, it was almost split evenly, but, yes, product sales still just, just like, just overtook it by, like, what a couple hundred million dollars. What if that was all because of Overwatch? Dollars. Two point four billion, uh, two point yeah four billion in uh, product sales and two point two billion in microtransactions. And now, now last year, <laughs> two 
2.35 billion in product sales and 5.7 billion in microtransactions. So, yeah, yeah if you're wondering mm. why you're barely getting any games anymore and the games that you do get, they just yeah. seem to want to nickel and dime you all day. This is why, because that's just how they make all the money that's now. That's where like, all the money goes. Yeah, it's, it's, <sighs> um, yeah, and, it shows that it's where all gaming industries will eventually go, I think. Because mm. there's just too much money. You can't ignore it. Yep. If you're a gaming company, I mean, like, you care about your product. Um, it's it's good that you care about your product, and that's what gets some people interested. But it seems like that's sort of secondary to not so much if you make... Look, I think you need to make a good enough quality product to have people wanting to come back and back. But... Mm. Uh, the way that it's designed is to get people to be wanting slightly more and then having that behind a paywall. I, I think it's a lot of um, pushing out a product that's like above, not mediocre, but like above average or like but just below a great product and having yeah. people stick on being like, well, that was good. This will also probably be good. And then, yeah. if, and, then, and then if you deliver a subpar product, they'll be like, well, I'll still stick around because the next one will be good and rinse and repeat. Exactly. Drip feed them something to look forward to and something to, oh, well, I think it'll get better. I'm sort of enjoying it. It's good in these things. And if I pay, if I pay for this thing, it'll get better. And if you have that sort of model, I mean, it seems like that's the way most games are moving. I've got to say, all my, all my favorite games of recent years do not have microtransactions in them. Yeah. Granted, a lot of them are, are first-party games, so they don't, they don't need to a lot of the time. But, you know, even like one of my favorite games of this year so far, uh, well, yeah, we're nearly at the end of the year now anyway, is uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. And yeah, no microtransactions in that. Fuck, yeah. It's a oh, fantastic title. Which is like, and it's, uh, but without getting into the thoughts of that, but it is a game that could easily have had microtransactions mm -hmm. as we saw with something like avengers even where it's just like yep. give star lord a costume pack five dollars or something oh. give oh, everyone a costume pack five dollars 25 for all of them or mm. something Abs i mean i'd pay five dollars to give him a goddamn haircut <laughs> <laughs> fix it up like yeah all right five dollars here you go sold yeah thank you far out and look speaking of avengers we finally have confirmation of Spider-Man's. Oh, yeah, you want your Spider-Man? You want mm. your Spider-Man in your Avengers? Oh, boy. It's coming November 30th. <laughs> That's like... You're going to get some Spider-Man in the Avengers game, but only if you own a PlayStation 4 or a PlayStation 5. It is a Sony exclusive. <laughs> okay. Oh, I, I, couldn't, I, I, I fucking do shit. That's it. That game came out like a year and a half ago, and like, wasn't Spider Man promised within the first year or so? Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I remember hearing about that, and it's surprising <laughs> to hear so far down the track that mm. they are only now rolling him out. Yeah, like honestly, with, I yeah. feel like it, they're just getting this done so they can just let the game die after this because they, 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 like they, they had their massive Black Panther update. And even that, like, you know, brought back people for a little while, but, you know, surely enough, a few weeks later, there's just no one playing it. Uh, it's very much, uh, it's not, not quite like an Anthem story because the game actually sold really, really well. It's just no one's playing it anymore. Yeah, it's, it's just not. Well, <laughs> yeah. As long as it made money, that's all that matters. No, nah, apparently they didn't. They, they lost a fair bit on it somehow. Which is surprising. Like, I guess they're expecting like, yeah. people to stick around a fair bit and make a lot of money through microtransactions and. That hasn't worked out for them. Yeah. Are people tired on are people tired of like Marvel franchise stuff 
Is that I don't think, think so, so at all because people like God Spider Man on PlayStation is the best-selling PlayStation exclusive of all time. People are not tired of them. They just fucking want a good one. People just want good content. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. I I think that was the biggest problem was people were, I think people were hammering for a good Avengers game. It's just Mm. what they got wasn't what they wanted. And because it was a live service, essentially, they were like, no, I'm good. I'm done. God, Guardians of the Galaxy really showed everyone what Avengers should have been. Mm. Oh, dearie me. Uh, yeah, Crystal Dynamics did not have a lot to boast about uh, when Avengers came out, but Xbox has something to boast about, that's for sure. Forza Horizon 5 is Xbox Game Studios' biggest launch of all time with 4.5 million players across PC, console, and xCloud. Concurrent, uh, concurrence on Twitch are three times higher than Forza Horizon 4's peak. Wow. This is just really, really impressive. Now, granted, granted, this is available on Game Pass, so a lot of people can pick it up for a lot cheaper mm, uh, yeah. be, being available this way. But still, it's very impressive to have 4.5 million people just playing it. It's just a racing game, you know? It's no, like... A massive shooter. It's no like massive, mm. uh, massive budget AAA um, uh, uh, action game. It's purely just cars. And oh, damn! It looks so gorgeous. I- wow! Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh. On the um on the Xbox Series X, Metacritic eight point seven user score over a thousand ratings. That's, That's pretty, pretty impressive. Good. People are enjoying this game. It's getting reviewed very, very well. It looks, it looks fantastic. It's one. It's like I'm actually jealous about a racing game. Like I could pick it up on my PC, but it would look shit. Yeah, let's see where the P- let, let's see what the PC users are saying. Oh, here we go. Five point seven user score. So it's a different, Ooh. different story, different mm. experience on the PC. It sounds like um, my ten year old computer can't play this game. What a surprise! Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my shitbox computer can't handle this game. Because that was, um, I forget which game it was, The not the last uh, Forza or whatever, but one of the ones, um, my brother played it, and I was, I've, I've always kind of, because my brother had Xbox for years, and I was kind of like, alright, you've got the shit console, the PS4 is winning this generation, and then I watched some Forza gameplay, and I'm like, this does look really nice though, <laughs> I cannot deny that this doesn't look yeah. really good. Yeah, this is definitely looking good. So this is um finally Microsoft is stepping up. Mm. It is stunning. It's it's like a, it's it's Xbox's it's Microsoft's showcase for what the Series X can do. Just like you know what what Sony's first party games are to them. So they're, they're doing what they should be doing, putting out the good games. I'm very curious to see how Fable is going to turn out, which is being oh, yeah. made by the oh. same studio that makes Forza Horizon. Uh, so I know for at the very least, Fable's going to be a fucking beautiful looking game because yeah, Forza Horizon Five looks absolutely stunning. Oh shit! And uh, something that is absolutely stunning to people is just how they cannot get their hands on a PlayStation Five, and looks like it's going to be a little bit more difficult leading into March because Sony had to drop their estimates from making uh, and then shipping out sixteen million PlayStation Fives to fifteen million. So it's going to get that little bit harder for everyone out there and in other uh sort of console news something else that you won't be able to get your hands on for a little while longer it looks like is uh the uh steam deck so if you want to take a big old steamy deck you're gonna have to wait 
a little bit longer because yeah, it's not well, it's not coming to Australia anytime soon anyway. But for oh. Americans who could get a pre-order, they're having to wait now until Q1 uh, 2022. So oh. just through that, you can imagine that it's probably going to take a little bit longer now for it to get to Australia as well. For our Aussie peeps out there. Oh, it feels like we're so, back in the old days where like games and movies used to take like six months to get over here. <laughs> yeah, it's because everything needed to be moved by ship. Yeah. <laughs> and all those and all those pirates along the way kept stealing the movies. That's what that's <laughs> what actual film piracy was back in the day. Yeah, yeah. we our piracy has evolved a lot since then. We've we've <laughs> <So> advanced. <laughs> Oh, as geez. opposed to like the eye patch wearing parrot on the shoulder, like yark, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> bring me free copies of Men in Black Two, yark. <laughs> oh, yeah. far out! And looks, some people who out there who picked up this game over the over the uh, last few days might be wishing that they did got, grabbed a torrent of this one instead, uh, because the Grand Theft Auto trilogy. Is getting some pretty mixed reviews. Apparently, the third the third game, so <laughs> the first game oh. of the trilogy, but GTA Three. <laughs> yep. That apparently has loads of bugs and loads of problems. I looked at the clip of what it looks like when it rains, and fuck, it was it burnt my retinas. It was bad. Oh. Um, I, I don't look, know. Looking at the game footage of these things, they look bad. It, it uh, yeah. I don't want any of those games. No. Well, I think it's a prettier way to play the GTA trilogy. For the second and third one, I thought it did look like noticeably better. You can see like reflections. It's kind of weird. It's yeah. like got some like really modern sort of sheen to a very yeah, that's, old that's lighting, lighting, lighting yeah. and water so sheen. Yeah. Lighting yeah. and water sheen looks modern, but everything else, the textures and the modeling just looks so <laughs> dated. It's like so they look cleaner, I guess, but they still look janky and yeah. weird, boxy, and I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like... That's the definitive edition of San Andreas, and it can't even get up to Grand Theft Auto Five level quality of yeah. like modeling. Ugh, whatever. And apparently, pass. the apparently the gameplay is improved because they try to sort of model it after the GTA Five, like the current mm. uh, sort of. Format. Well, then they failed because it does so, not look like that. You, well, no. you, well, it's not meant to look like that, but I mean, like in how it controls. Oh. Uh, yeah, but like okay, you, right. you have the weapon wheel, which apparently works well, and you have the wheel for the radio stations as well too, so you don't have to click through every single weapon like God, you used to have to uh, in yeah. the old games, which is ridiculous. Um, uh, but yeah, yeah, basically, it's still like I've seen footage; it still looks really jank the way your character runs around. Like, a, like it, it still doesn't function like a like a modern yeah. third person shooter. So if you're looking for that kind of update, yeah. it's still not yeah. I've heard some well. horror stories uh, from someone I talked to. Uh, online he was saying yeah i played it on switch and i got a refund the day later because it couldn't even do 30 <laughs> it couldn't do 30 frames oh, <laughs> like wow. i, I don't was even wondering think... how it'd be on switch i was yeah. thinking because he was he was really hyped because he was like i love these games and pl- it's a it's a like a 10 15 year old game surely it can run at at least 30 and like oh. he was like no it couldn't even do 30 <laughs> it, it was not working and i'm like wow <laughs> That is oh my God. That's impressively it, bad. That was another thing to me. There's like a performance mode and a fidelity <laughs> mode. Like, why, why do you have that for a PS2 game? Surely you'd be able to run it 
60 frames with ray tracing or what the fuck am I? How, that's, what, how, oh. that's what I was wondering where you're like, better water and glass physics. It's like, it's got ray traced glass, but it's still like the old CJ model. So. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird. It's like if you've ever seen Minecraft with ray tracing, yes. it's like that. Like it, yeah. you, can, you see yeah. the light and the shadows really crisply and it looks, it does look better, but it's still uh, kind of weird because it's still these blocky effects. Yeah. All right, guys, I, I'm just going to, I'm just going to read off Minute. Metacritic now, because um, this is uh, this is I'm just pivoting the show. Yeah, I'm going to read off Metacritic because this is what I do in my personal time this when is, I'm. This is our show now. We just read off Metacritic reviews. Oh, I'm down. It's like if people are generally enjoying this game and what the users are, I like to yeah. take a look at that and see what's going on. If there's enough sort of scores, the Fuck score yeah. for the definitive edition across the board on all of them are less than one. Oh, everyone's giving, so I'm saying 0.9 for the PC, 0.7 for the Switch. Like Ooh. people are not happy. Um, and I, 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 bet so, you can, I wait, hang on before you start. Yeah. Can I just make a prediction of what you're almost definitely going to read? People are going to yeah. say all this, and we're still not even getting GTA Six. Something along uh, those lines. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, it yeah. is a lot of that because I mean, children do exist. <laughs> And yeah. you do have that child mindset where they don't understand that things take a long time to develop if it's good. Um, yeah. But, like, you know, they'll eventually grow up. But, you know, there are still a few adults in there that are like, yeah, it looks like us. So, like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, across the board, people are not happy. It's buggy. It's glitchy. It looks like shit. Um, pretty disappointing for what you'd be calling a remaster or definitive edition. Why yeah. bother sort of thing. Yeah. But don't worry, we'll we'll get the anniversary edition uh, in a few years, and that'll fix everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I saw this pop up on the on the um, PS5 store, um, and I was really excited because I completely forgot about this thing, and I was like, "Oh, okay." But I'm gonna see what it looks like because I remember people a bit worried about that. I'll see what it looks like on YouTube, and then yeah, as soon as I saw it, I was yeah, you, no, fuck yeah. off. You want a hundred dollars? You want a hundred dollars for this? No. Yeah. It's yeah. Pretty, Thank it's pretty fuck ridiculous. you didn't, Lockie, because as yeah. we've spoken about many times on this show, the return policy on the PlayStation Store oh. is a fucking joke. And oh. the second that started downloading, you would not have been able to get your money back for that. <laughs> I might pay 20 bucks for this, yeah. but for a uh, hundred bucks, like go fuck yourself. No, Wait, I haven't even told you guys the most fucked up part of all this. I completely forgot to mention Rockstar have also delisted the already available versions that you could have got of these. So if you just didn't want to get the definitive and you wanted to just play regular GTA five, you could have already, it was already available as a port. How on much you want to bet? How, how much you want to bet yeah. that port ran better? Yeah, but that's the whole thing. Now that's that's gone. <laughs> so even if you want to experience that, you can't. Rockstar have taken it away <laughs> and given so you an option that's more expensive and buggy. Though it should be the definitive experience, and it's apparently not. It's just, it's fucking what <laughs> Rockstar. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Look, no it's, it, it. I think what it is is it's just like um. I don't know. They've made it clean, so at least it will look. You can see it visually on modern technology, which is good. But it's just not yeah. enough. Like you gotta, yeah. you gotta upgrade all those textures and things. And yeah, this is just not this feeling the, like a current game. It's too. This old. This is the nicest looking GIF I've ever seen. But where's the game? <laughs> it's like, what is? Mm. Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you where the games are. Where the games coming up in the next week. 
the first title is Sherlock Holmes Chapter 1 coming to PS5, Xbox Series X, and PC. I'm just going to go out and guess guess that a fan of the... Uh, fan. <laughs> friend of the show, Sammy Deej from the Inconsolables, I imagine, is probably very excited about this one. Shout out to that awesome legend. Battlefield 2042 is coming November 19th to all platforms, except for Nintendo Switch and Google Stadia. Nerf Legends is coming to all platforms, except for Google Stadia. There's a Nerf game. I haven't seen one of those since the Wii. <laughs> I didn't. Okay, I didn't know there was even one on the Wii. That is, wow. Mm. It's already a, a, a toy. Okay, wait, wait. Would you, I, I don't know. Anyway, anyway. Pokemon <laughs> Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. We're coming out November 19th, the uh, remake. And yeah, that's it for the games coming up in the next week. It's not a massive list, but there's some big hitters on there, like such as Battlefield 2042 and Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Anthony, uh, was Brilliant Diamond your your Shining Pearl of the lot of these? Uh, yeah, I'm actually picking up um, the dual pack or whatever for me and my fiance uh, because I... I Thank you. That's so cute. Uh, thank you. Um, uh, because well, because she was gonna get it, and I was like, I've already pre-ordered. I'll just get the dual one, and then that can be your like Christmas gift or whatever this year. It makes it easy. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be doing Pearl because uh, that's the one I played when I was very young, uh, and then she'll be playing um, Diamond. So nice. if I get back on the show before the end of the year, I'll let you know what we fought. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Bloody oath. Lockie, any of those there that uh, stood out to you? Sorry, I just completely tuned out. I've just been reading all the negative <laughs> negative comments on the GTA oh, trilogy. We didn't even do we even read the reviews or did you just Oh no, I already I, I already um I already sort of summed yeah, it up. Summarized yeah. it. Summarized it. People are not happy. Um super buggy games. Um people are happy about the lighting and are impressed you know, wow, great lighting, but where's the rest of the game? Yeah. So, Nerf Legends is a first-person shooter game. Okay. Okay. What's, is there a story? Hang on. Does it come with it. a Nerf gun like the Wii gun game did? Or the Wii, Wii game did? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Compliments to you. Um, it features battles against robots and mystifications that need to be answered with the use of Nerf blasters. So, does it come with a gun? Do I have to shoot the TV? Online multiplayer, which features both eight-person free-for-all and four-person platoon matches. Uh, you can just buy some Nerf guns and shoot each other with them. Why would you fucking no, do that? Nah, nah, kids, kids these days like the tech. So, like, they're combining... I, I reckon it'll be popular. It sounds yeah, like that, kids would be into that. But then just fucking play Splatoon, kids. Play you know what's weird? Sorry to it's weird. Um, Nerf, Nerf releases, like, Fortnite guns. They didn't put a Battle Royale in their Nerf game. What is this? Mm. <laughs> it seems like it would be a no-brainer. Exactly. Nerf, they're trying to sell to 10-year-olds. That's what they play is Battle Royale. Yeah. I don't Weird. know. They would have focus grouped the crap out of this because, like, let's be mm. honest, this isn't about them, you know, they don't believe in their product or anything. What is this? Right. this is, they're marketing yeah. to children. They're just trying to get sales. Mm. All right, nice. Well, how about we do what we do every break and we do a focus group on how we can improve this show and then we'll jump back on in with the games that we've been playing. Mm. 
So, Anthony, you've played Ghost of Tsushima. Yes, I'm sure. I'm sure everyone is really glad to be hearing about this again. <laughs> this game I, again. I, I am because I'm still playing through it, and I'm just loving it. So, so fuck <laughs> okay. all of them. I'm happy to listen. <laughs> Oh, I'm I'm down, Anthony. Yeah, look, g- give us the skinny on what you've been playing, my friend. I'm down to hear some more about Ghost of Tsushima. Okay, sure. so yeah, I finally got around to finishing Ghost of Tsushima. I've been playing through it very slowly these last few months. Um, basically because while in Australia lockdown had us all at home, I still had to work full time, so I still I didn't have much more time to play games. Uh but getting through the actual game itself. Uh, I platinumed it as well uh, by accident. <laughs> so, so what happened was there were two trophies left. There was one where it was like bow at every secret something or other in the game, and I just did it by accident. And I was like, oh, okay. And then the last one was like dress up as uh, a legendary warrior, which I'm not going to spoil what that is for the people who don't know. But that was that was an easy one. That was just setting up costumes a certain way. Uh, so I platinumed the game, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, as someone who, I guess, I don't know, I haven't played a lot of action games recently outside of um, Dark Souls and stuff that I've really, really enjoyed. Uh, so this game was a really fun action game. A lot of different mm. elements to it that I found really enjoyable, mm. uh, which Lockie and Zach and probably other guests as well have talked about before. I'm going to be a little contrarian today, though. I don't think I like the game as much as everyone else here does. Ooh. I have I have a few mm. few small grievances that prevent me from giving it the perfect 10 out of 10 Ooh, score. Ooh. Scathing. Okay. So yeah. scathing. He right. doesn't love it quite as much. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Hold on. Ooh, controversy. <laughs> yes. All right, let's hear it. Okay. Um I wrote these down because I was like, I'm yep. gonna forget these when yeah. I actually want to. Exactly. You need to go need to point them. by point. And okay. We need to understand your scoring system, and we're we're, yeah. we're going to get into it. I think the I think the best way to sum up how this works is I think for like every four things the game does either well or like mm. amazing, there's one thing that I was like, you either could have cut that or you didn't do it as well as you could have because there was so much focus on making these other four things as good as they are. Yeah, is so, it because is it because Yuna could have been a little bit prettier? How dare you, good sir! How dare you? Um, but yeah, to get into like, I guess the first of my few grievances with the games. So this is something I noticed because again, I platinumed it. So I did like all the missions, all the side missions and shit. Some of them were not very compelling. And some, and a lot of them I think were very repetitive. So I think all the stuff with uh, like your named characters, like your Norio, again, your Sensei Ishikawa, your Kenji, Lady Masako, uh, Masako or Mariko, whatever. Yeah. Uh, those are great. I love those. I mm. think those are some of the... That's actually... I think some of those side missions have better story than the main story itself. Um, mm. Not that the main story is bad, but just that like there is some good stuff, like shocking mm. moments in those the side characters stories. characters have actual arcs. Yes. Mm. Um, Watch this, Ubisoft. This is how you tell stories. <laughs> watching you. Because, like, yeah, like, I think especially, like, I got to the end of Lady Masako's and I was like, shit. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I guess that's just how that ends because yeah. what else do you do with her story arc at that point? And it's it's great. I loved it. Um, but what I was really annoyed, or not annoyed, but I got, I got through a few of them and I was like, 
all right, yeah, we're gonna do this thing where you go to a, you go to a mission. You're like, village is like, help, save me, my family's under attack, and you're like, okay, I'll go and find them. You go to find them. Oh no, they're dead. Go back to find them. Your family's dead. Oh no, my family's dead. If only I was a stronger person. And that was like five or six of them. And, oh. and there are like slight variations on that. But a lot of like the side stories, I think especially in the second part of the game, like the middle of the game, the middle part of the island or whatever, a lot of them were like that. And it really took me out of like, okay, so this isn't as much like, oh, we're telling different stories on the island. We're just telling the same kind of story of these characters kind of doing yeah, it's this. De- it's definitely not Witcher 3 levels yeah. of side quests. Yeah. Again, nothing so, yeah. nothing so egregious that I'm like, eight, 0 out of 10, worst game ever. But it was just like, mm, this does dampen it a little for me. I think we've already talked about this, and I don't think it's... Uh, this isn't a huge egregious error as well, because the game does give you options outside of this. The stealth is... Blech. Stealth is bleh. Because uh, you either have the you either have enemies who are like who like across the map see you move in a bush slightly and are like we're coming to kill you, or you have it where you shoot a guy next to another guy and he's like, yeah, well, on my way, and I'm just like, what? How did you miss that? And I'm like, okay, so, but again, I think that's because they wanted to give you all the different options in combat where you do like the standoffs. They're just like you rush and attack. You do the ghost weapon, like assassinate stuff. So mm. I get it. It was because if you made it so the stealth works properly, I guess it would make all the other combat not work at all. So I get that. That's why that one's not a big deal for me. It's just kind of I'll accept it. It's fine. Um, yeah. what was it? What was the next one? Uh, no, that's fine. That was that was stuff I liked. Because there there's obviously a lot of stuff I like. Mm. This is probably the last big one. And this is, um, again, because again, I platinumed it. So I'm aware of this. It's like a lot of the collectibles and some of the side stuff. I'm like, this is a little pointless. Like, yeah, I don't think I, I don't think I got all of the collectibles. Like the Mongol records, the banners, yeah. like stuff like that. I'm like, like stuff that where it's like the Fox Dens or like the Shishimo, like, cutting bamboo test or whatever like that stuff i loved because it's like it actually rewards you immediately for doing it where yeah a lot of like the mongol records it's like okay if you collect all of them you get a new armor piece it's like cool but as i'm going i'm just like this doesn't mean anything to me it's just i'm doing it while i'm here uh so yeah i think the collect it was a little it felt a little like a little outdated to have like all these collectibles when they don't mean a lot they they definitely um they they do uh, have some unique ideas in what they do with the open world formula but they definitely have some of the typical open world guff like yeah some of those meaningless collectibles and stuff like that yeah, yeah for sure particularly if you're doing the platinum in the in the game as well too yeah. i found that for me um main story sound on i was fully absorbed in everything but for yeah doing some of the side stuff and uh and uh doing the collectibles and clearing out those bases i was definitely putting on some youtube or putting on a podcast or yeah. something like that it was very much for me just a 
therapeutic, turn my brain off and do some open world stuff. But you know yeah, what? And I agree. It's a fair point. And it doesn't feel particularly rewarding to get those, um, those records. But what they could have done is they could have gated, because they have all of those um, different costume unlocks that you can get for your armor. And if they mm. just, um, you know, link that to the f- discovering the collectibles, but you get an armor piece like a armor color or something out of it at least that's something to get you excited and then you go into your menu and go oh yeah what's this look like because i was doing that for my um my headbands every time i came across one like as pointless as it is i love that shit and i love that feeling of oh what's this look like fashion soul yes. sort of moment you know like you know <laughs> it, that's fun i like i like no, being yeah. able to customize and look see what everything looks like so you know it's kind i think um yeah they probably could have been a bit more clever with that rather than just giving us all of that stuff whenever we get to a merchant um hmm. they probably didn't really even need the merchant for most of it yeah and i i that's what i mean where it's like i it's not that this game is bad it's just yeah. that it's like my nitpicking yeah. brain of like that's a bit pointless isn't yeah. it yeah there's it a the same thing when i played yeah like, I think when I played God of War, which, again, this is probably going to kill Loki to say, it's, like, same thing, where it's, like, this is an amazing game. I kind of don't like that. And so, again, not oh, a perfect Oh, no, you're it's preaching... like, a nine... Oh, man, you're preaching to the choir there. I think it's a beautiful-looking game, but as Zach knows, I've I've stopped playing over the most minute reasons, and it, <laughs> and it continues to vex him to this day. Yeah. I, so I've not slept yeah. through a good night since you told me that, Lockie. I know. I wake up sweating and Duh. and screaming. I, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, it's an amazing game. It's really fun. Hmm, the control scheme could be a little bit more sensible. Yeah, I'm not going to play this one. You have the God of War dream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you wake up in a cold sweat like, oh, Lockie, yeah. the control scheme. No. Yeah. <laughs> Oh dear. So, do do you have any other points that you wanted to hit about Ghost of Tsushima uh, while we're on the topic? I guess the I guess that those are really my main negatives. So to go over the positives, they're what everyone says. Like the game looks and sounds beautiful. It is for a PS because I played it on PS4. Mm. I should add that I've I haven't played the expansion content, the Iki Island stuff, uh, and I didn't play on my PS5. But even for a PS4 game, this game is stunning. It, it looks. Mm like beautiful it presents itself in this hyper reality akira kurosawa japanese like style film world where like the leaves will fall in this beautifully dramatic way there's like moments of um uh like where you do like the haikus where like everything will become silent and like the you hear the choir or whatever coming out of the controller and stuff like that i think that stuff is amazing and like really drives to sell like the immersion, I guess, of the game. Mm, yeah. Uh, how you feel like you are this samurai in this story going through solving the problems of this island. Uh, so, and same with the gameplay. I think overall, again, apart from like the stealth a bit, overall, otherwise, very satisfying. Um, mm. Even though it's... What's weird is I thought it was going to get repetitive. I was like, this is going to get repetitive. I'm going to get bored of just hitting X and triangle to do this. But it's like... I don't know, there's something about it that keeps it fresh and fun for Mm. me. Maybe it's just, again, all the options you get with, like, the ghost weapons and the stances and stuff that keeps you going, yeah, no, I can try out this combo against these enemies, Mm. and I can try this armor set, which gives me better 
attack damage or something. Like I yeah. think I think that what they do really well with the combat is there's a great rhythm to it. It feels really good yeah. to do your combos mm. and the parries. Like, oh yeah, like doing a successful parry. Oh, oh it feels so good. Yeah, yeah. My, my my PP moves a little when I land a perfect parry. Yeah. That's for sure. <laughs> um, it's 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 great. It it, it really is great. Um, yeah, any more praise left to heap onto Ghost of Tsushima? Um, let me have a look. Uh, I've already talked about, like, yeah, I think the side missions are great. I think, um... Yep. Uh, the, I didn't listen to the English voice acting. I've heard it's very good. I listened to the Japanese, um, but that was amazing, in my mm. opinion. Yep. There was, so, there was, like, some really, like, gut-wrenching moments. Like, again, when you get to, like, um, without spoiling stuff, but like when yeah. you get to like the really late parts of like certain characters' stories, yeah. you get like these moments of you're just like, shit. Oh, yeah, yep. The end of Act Two. Oh, oh, oh my god! Holy fuck! fuck. Now that is a moment. I've only just actual closed, I've only just closed actual. out Act Two, and I'm like, oh my god. Okay, okay good. Okay, good. Yeah. Actual fucking tears, uh, man. So upset. Uh, I'm. Uh, that happened to me two days ago. I'm still hurting. I'm still hurting. <laughs> you. Uh, what I. You know what's uh, so trigger sad. Trigger warning for the end of Act Two. Yeah. That's for sure. uh, I got spoiled for that moment at the end of Act Two just by like oh, no. random clips on YouTube, and I was like, ah, oh, okay, this is gonna probably not hit as hard. But then I got to the moment, and I'm like, no. Nope. Fuck! This, <laughs> this still hurts. Yeah. No, this is this this hurts. This is rad. Yeah, yep. even uh, uh, I, yeah, I replayed through it this year, and so it still good. hit me just as hard. Uh, playing through it a second time, so I still had tears. That, it's, so, it's so effective. Yeah, yeah, it's moments like that where you're like, okay, well, you know, um, flaws aside, because there are flaws to the game. Like if we go into it, um, I, I reckon, um. I reckon the uh, the the skill tree and the tech tree and upgrading your character could stand to be a little bit better. Like, mm. there's actually not all that much that you can really do with your upgrades, and kind of the the really important ones are upgrade your parry and dodge, and then everything else is sort of like, eh, you know, it'll be it'll be what it'll be. Um, but like, fuck that story. Like, I haven't. I haven't played a game in a long time that made me feel something like that. There's only there's only one game that has. But I get the feeling I will get attacked personally on every social media if I talk about it, so I'm not gonna. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> okay. I, I don't feel like getting into a discussion about this game with people because I, I always get into fight about oh. it. All right. Well, what okay. if we? What if it's I'm, I'm... No Judge Zone? Can we hear the name of the game? Because I need to know. It's I The need... Last of Us Part Two. <laughs> uh, oh. Okay. Yeah, I haven't yeah, finished yeah, that one. Can... Okay. You can enjoy that game here. I, okay, I good. I fucking love The Last it's, of Us it's, Part It's two. not you. It's more people who I've had discuss. I got in a very heated discussion about the Game Awards last year because while I have issues with that game, it winning Game of the Year, I was kind of like, yeah, I kind of get it. Maybe I'm crazy. I don't know. And I've played Ghost of Tsushima now and I'm like, I still kind of stand by my point. I still really like The Last of Us 2, but we're not talking about The Last of Us 2 right now. We're talking about Ghost of Tsushima. (laughs) Hey, we gave Ghost of Tsushima our News to Reviews Game of the Year. And hey, hey, the Director's Cut came out this year. How about we just right now just say now News to Reviews Game of the Year 2021 Game of the Year. Oh, man, for for me, definitely, because I didn't didn't even play it last year. Zach sort of of brown. Zach's like, yeah, look, I get it with Hades, and Hades is great. No, don't get me wrong, but... You, oh. Ghost is better. Ghost is better. Oh. And uh, and I, I gotta say, having played it, 
Yes, Ghost is better. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, I'd, uh, I'd, I'd, I'd love to do that. You're just going to have to wait and see, ladies and gentlemen, when we do get to uh, our Game of the Year awards. Oh, well, the sneak peek. Reviews, sneak Game peek, Awards my... Part 2. I mean, unless uh, unless something else comes out that just absolutely blows my nips off, like, um, it's going to Ghost. <laughs> yeah. So, Anthony, do you have a review score for Ghost of Tsushima? Yeah, I, I will give it a very firm 9 out of 10. Because, like, despite despite my problems with it, I can't, def- I can't deny that I had a lot of fun playing it and that it is still, like, one of the best games I have played. It's still amazing to play. And I love Sucker Punch games, as a side mm. note. I'm a huge yeah. sucker for Sucker Punch. Oh yeah. Uh, so yeah, really happy to see them make games, and I hope they make more games because I love whenever they do stuff. Oh, they're gonna be making. Yeah, they're they're definitely putting them to work at the moment. I think they're making a multiplayer game at the moment. Yeah. Uh, which yeah, side note, the multiplayer in Ghost of Tsushima Legends mode is fantastic. It was a free add-on later down the track. You can even buy it standalone. So cool. Um, yeah, definitely worth worth checking out. Lucky, we should give it a crack at uh- some point. I like the I like the co-op stuff. I don't really like the wave stuff. That's where I'm like, eh, like oh. I'm I'm grateful that it exists and that it's there. It's more content to enjoy, but it just doesn't feel yeah. like it doesn't feel as polished as the the game. And so I, I'm kind of like, eh. But the um co-op playing through like basically a campaign section is so much fun. Mm. Yeah, yeah, we got to give it a go. Oh god, yeah, for sure, for sure. Oh, Lockie, so I know you've been playing some Ghost of Tsushima. Have you been playing anything else this week? Alright, so this is this is me on my PS5. I'm going mainstream. I got my mainstream on. I'm playing some Vanguard. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, I'm buying all of Blizzard Activision's products. Um I know that Zach's oh, not going yeah. to, so somebody's gotta pick up the slack because they are not slowing down for anyone. <laughs> Not even, not even people that have disputes with them. Um, they are going, and Vanguard has been released. So I picked it up on my shiny new PS5. How much did you pay for Call of Duty Vanguard on PS5? Um, I think it was it was either ninety or a hundred in the PS5 store. Ooh. Yeah, I yeah the I paid PlayStation Store. God, I thought it would have been more. Um, yeah, was it? No, I think it was a hundred. Um. I thought that was premium dollar. I was like, well, that's pretty, that's pretty fucked. That's how much, <laughs> like, you're telling me it gets more expensive than those games, then that's fucked. Uh, yeah, oh, Demon, yeah. Demon's yeah. Souls on Rat- release was 125 I think. Yeah, oh, shit. Ratchet and Clank, I picked the, Horizon I, Zero, Horizon I picked those up on JB, but yeah, good thing I got the disc, disc version console then, because yeah, whenever you can get the disc version, it's always cheaper. Ugh. Mm. I know, those PS5 store um, digital sales, God, what a rot. They're like the Nintendo store. The Nintendo store is pretty bad. You get you get some. Well, Sony knows how to sell their exclusives. They know after a year or two. All right, just sell it for twenty five bucks, and everyone will buy it. So we'll just make bank. Yeah, I can see the I can see the PS four version for ninety nine ninety five. Oh, the... yeah, no, it's looking pretty cheap on most places I'm looking for. So maybe it's not. They're not charging the like one twenty five uh, retail you usually see. It's looking like oh uh, yeah no. There's the cross gen edition is a hundred and nine dollars and ninety five. Oh okay, so it's a, oh, it's a, okay. Well, a little bit more. So maybe I you're paid, playing the P- yeah. I paid an extra ten, I guess. Okay, okay. So you are definitely paying the PS five. I bought yeah. I got the PS five version. Bought it on the store. Yep. I can't a hundred percent remember. This is probably not the best radio. 
<laughs> what do you think of Call of Duty Vanguard, yeah, Lockie? Let's cut all of that out. All right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so, uh, all right, COD Vanguard. So, look, it's an interesting title, and there's a lot of great things to talk about. There's a lot of shitty things to talk about, and that's what makes it such a fantastic game to hear about. So I'm going to get into the campaign first. So I'm going to go into the good, the bad, and the ugly. And definitely the good is the campaign. Oh my god, the campaign is really fucking fun. Like, I I, I can't... Okay. I cannot diminish um, and drive home the point enough that the campaign has a really fun story. Uh, the cinematics are fantastic. If you like World War II... Oh, background, the game is set in World War II. I think there's a bit of sort of an alt alternate history going on. They're doing this story where they've got this ragtag team of different... Um, special ops people or people that have become great gun heroes in their own respects coming um, from different countries and units coming together to basically inglorious bastards, um, the Third Reich. And uh, yeah, yeah. And I got to say, so much fun. Hmm. Absolute banger of a story. Didn't they, get, um, didn't they get Kevin Spacey as Hitler? <laughs> I wish. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. How fun, how fun would that be, hey? Yeah. Um, <laughs> God, like, that's, uh, that's perfect. Am I allowed oh. to hate this? <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. That's perfect casting. That is pitch perfect casting, Zach. So I reckon, I reckon uh, you should work for Activision if you don't mind. You know, potentially pretty big risk on the other stuff. But. Oh yeah, my I've already sent my my application to Activision Blizzard. Hey, apparently course. they apparently they picked up their game, so you can absolutely trust their uh, policies moving forward. Um, so, uh, yeah, so the game is absolutely, uh, the, the campaign is a lot of fun from a story perspective and the, um, and the actual cutscenes are a lot of fun. Definitely. You've got a lot to grab onto there. Um, I haven't gone through the entire thing yet. So I looked online to get an idea of how long does the campaign sort of last for. Apparently it's, if you're playing it, um, and you're not playing it on the hardest mode, so you really have to savor every moment and get through shit. Um, and you're just going for a bit of a run through it. I think you can get through it in about eight to 10 hours. So, you know, it's, it's, that's pretty common from what I understand with the COD games. Haven't played proper campaign in ages, but the gameplay itself is decent. And this is where we get into sort of, um, it, it's decent. It's solid. You're getting more or less another FPS sort of gameplay experience. The gun, the guns, the running, the shooting, the graphics all feels nice, um it all kind of feels like it could be a little bit better so i suppose from a perspective where you're looking at it with the new gen console i was kind of hoping for that next level oh fuck wow but i'm just mindful that it, this game really wasn't made for the next gen console so we're just lucky to get uh 4k mm -hmm. texture boost to it a little bit um yeah. so it's it, it's definitely a nice looking game and it looks way nicer than any of the other cod games that i've played in recent times i've heard it's not too much of a stretch difference between cold war level but i can't say from personal experience so i can't really validate that well there's a, there's a game every year so you can't imagine it's going to look that much better yeah. than just the previous yeah. year's one it's like it's just like fifa i know they, they they work differently in that they have different teams working them and they're on like a three-year cycle but still like they're all working on the same engine they're yeah. using a lot of the same assets as well so it just makes sense that they're not going to improve on it that much and it's, especially uh, if they want to get it on every console imaginable you, you're not mm. you're going to sacrifice things yeah, exactly. And I think that's where sort of, 
I, I get the feeling that it can be pushed just a little bit further or maybe a lot further. Who knows? We haven't really road tested these new consoles yet. Um, but I think that's... Yeah, I, I was definitely just a slightly bit disappointed. Everything was slightly a bit blurry on the 4K. Still looked very nice. Still great experience. Um, something to note, because it's a standout moment, is you get to play as one of the um, characters. She is a Russian initially a medic and she ends up through a twist of events becoming a war hero but essentially you get to see her origin story in stalingrad which is just a whole lot of fun without spoiling too much it's an incredible is that set pa- piece polina petrova yeah that's it polina petrova that's the oh, that's played is that the sniper laura bailey famed voice actress fantastic great character yeah great, great. Uh, yeah she, uh, great character great story around it and great couple of levels where um you get to go through her thing so that's probably she's probably the most memorable to be honest in terms of all the characters in their stories but there's a lot of other stuff to like with the other characters but definitely she was a standout and mm. oh my god the way they introduce her her origin is just so much fun it looks incredible mm level of detail that goes into everything is a fantastic set piece um so that's it so that's the campaign the campaign's a fun experience i'd say on that alone campaign i'd be saying yeah eight eight point five out of ten great great game great gaming experience but a cod game is not just a campaign a cod cod game is more so for most people multiplayer game in zombies and that's where there are a little there are a few problems so here's where we get into the bad Hmm. All right. Well, before I get into the bad, I'll soften it real quick. Graphically, it's probably one of the nicest COD games we've got to date. So you know, box ticks there looks a little bit nicer. We get a whole, we get a huge array of maps, so we get to play around with with really diverse backgrounds. Apparently, you've got maps for di- every continent on the planet. That's pretty cool. So you've got your, you got your deserts, desert town. You got your your snow town. You've got your jungle town. You have a lot of towns. Yeah, you have the towns it... and the biomes and the exactly. You got, you got your Australia town. town. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you have an Australia town, but that'd be great. Do you have Olive Town? It's yeah. like fuck, it's hot. Yeah, <laughs> you have Snow Town. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, that's right. Snow Town is actually a town in Australia. Okay. Townsville. <laughs> yeah, town. <laughs> you got you got all the towns. Yeah, you got a town. You got a town. You, they're in every color. You got your gray town. You got your green town. You get your red town. Yeah, everything. And then you've got a house, a house that you're doing up called Dust House. Um, so you got a Reno town. <laughs> yeah, no, but it, the the maps are decent. So the maps are fun. It's good that they've got a lot of variety to it. I got to say, they're not the most memorable maps. Like they don't they don't stick in the back of your mind like Modern Warfare two and three maps do. Those maps really you fucking remember. Whereas, who knows, maybe it's just because I am a little bit tired of the COD franchise, but I just felt like, I just didn't feel like I had that, that, oh yeah, this is what I remember and this is something I will commit. Like, they, they're they they're all a little bit sort of forgettable, except for one, you get Japanese House. And Japanese House is awesome. Um, it's this old-timey, you know, full-on decked-out Japanese um style garden and you know what i mean like that japan traditional japanese estately manner um so it's ghost of tsushima but fps i was about to say (laughs) yeah exactly in the background exactly (laughs) fucking great and fucking great and 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 on top of that they add in physics for cherry blossom petals in the game so just for fun yeah and so you get (laughs) every game now has cherry blossom petals which i'm all for (laughs) love it love it (laughs) 
Uh, 10 out of 10 on that stuff. Yeah, so they're decent. The guns feel really nice. Um, the guns are a big standout. The sounds are good, so they've really nailed the gunning, running gunning experience. I would have to say, though, that's where I, that's where it, it stops. Now, we get into the characters. I don't have enough hot men to choose from, and that's a problem for me. So that's the first, that was my letdown, um, is that, like, I like the Aussie bloke. He's hot, but that's about it. So... You know, like, they have, like, friggin' 12 characters to choose from, and, uh, you know, I'm only keen on the Aussie bloke. So, anyway. I think that's how most people feel in most situations, right? Yeah, yeah. Hashtag, not, hashtag not enough men in my video games, true. No, <laughs> they have men, but they're just not doing it for me. Like, okay. like I don't know. I j- the Japanese one's all right. No, yeah, the Japanese one's all right. About yeah. say a cute Asian boy or <laughs> yeah yeah he he's not as hot as Jin so like mm. after coming out of Ghost I'm kind of like you know if it was Jin I would be really happy and he's not quite Jin level so you know yeah so like that's a letdown for me obviously that's a very unique experience and probably a very niche one so they probably won't be hearing my feedback with that but just yeah more hot characters would be nice because you know it is a game and I want to be able to throw over my men like I'm used to the Gears of War. Big old midi boys. Oh, you had heaps to choose from. Great. What? Fun. You found that attractive? <laughs> oh, how could oh you not? God, how could you not? St- I know. Those, those the, the, the traps yeah, were those... bigger than its head. I know. I know. I know. Like it, it barely looks human. These I know. brick well, shit house of men. Exactly. <laughs> what? What? You know? What? That's hot. What can I say? Okay. His, his head looked like a thumb. He made like <laughs> Joe Rogan's head look like a like proper the fucking Spy Kids thumbs. Like, make, make Joe Rogan look like he has a neck, basically. Oh, <laughs> yeah, some of them were freaky, and some of them did it for me. All right, you know, maybe I'm a little bit freaky like that. We can all be a bit freaky sometimes, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. No, no shame here. Yeah, no kink shaming yeah, here. You want you? We did start the show with a guy getting pissed on. We can't really judge Lucky yeah. for his farm <laughs> taste. Yeah, you want your, uh, you want yeah. your meaty men. Go, what go for what it. can I say? They're roided like crazy, and it's a good look. Um, <laughs> all right. So yeah. So that's that's my first. That's my first issue. No, and. The, yeah, all of that, all of that aside, that's just a bit of fun, and obviously the characters you don't really spend that much time looking at them anyway, so it's not that big a deal. The but first person, I know, <laughs> I know, but they, they they do want you to pay attention to them. So at the begin, at the at the end of the, every game, they make you focus highlight on all of them, and I'm like, oh, you know, I'd, you know, it'd be nice if I had a few more characters <sighs> I could choose from. Um, sure. Okay, so. Here's where we get into the problems with the game. I think this is probably the worst perk system I've ever played in any of the CODs. Mm, okay. Really boring. And that's, in a nutshell, all it is is it's boring as hell. Um, two out of three of them, there's nothing really all that interesting or exciting to choose from in my experience. So the first one, fuck, it's like you've got your scavenger perk, which is boring. You've got... Oh. Yeah, you got your stock standing scavenger perk. You've got this damage Ugh. reduction from explosives, which is really boring. You've got um, move, movement mm. speed impediment reduction, which is the most arbitrary boring thing I've ever heard. It was boring reading it. 
Um, I, I just, I just, yeah, like they can do I think really. I fell asleep for a moment when you just said that phrase. Yeah, movement, movement speed impairment or something. What? <laughs> okay. Oh. Um, okay. So that's the first perk system. So the second perk system, you get to select a radar where where your radar will show when people fire off their guns on the radar. Which is which has been a given for the franchise for so long. You now have that locked by Ugh. a perk system, so you have to mm. choose to get that back again. Um, oh, boring! Oh really no boring. Good. Yeah. So that's a really oh. bad feeling to already be, you know, powered down as the base. Um, I got to say, it's a good equalizer in that in, in that sense. So there's an argument for it, but to be able to have to have it in a perk system is really boring because you know that you need it again. So you will mm. always need to select that as your perk. All the others, mm. all the others give you um, stealth when people are using detection equipment and shit. Can't use it because you need that radar. That's the most important thing in in uh, a free for all. You need to know when people are yeah, firing. You know where you. shit's going down. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. So so again, boring. And then number three, pr- still pretty boring. Um, all of them are useless except for the movement speed increase. So you get the movement speed increase. You have one perk that allows you to to sprint quicker and crouch a little bit quicker, and one that just generally boosts your movement speed overall. Which one? Are you, which one are you gonna get? What? You get your movement speed boost. Yeah. So when you say movement, so purely like so that, that applies to everything. So when you like vault over stuff as well and everything like that, I I just... I don't know. I haven't even been able to unlock it yet because you need to get to like fucking level twenty one in your oh. multiplayer thing to unlock the movement speed increase, which is the only one people will use. Oh. But I've seen people with it selected in having killed me, and yeah, they move noticeably faster than everyone else. So there's no so- reason to get any of the others. No reason. So the, the perk system for me when I used to play Call of Duty multiplayer wasn't the thing that kept me coming back. I was all about them kill streaks, and when they added more variety in like Modern Warfare Two, when there was like you know twenty yeah. different things to choose from, I, I fucking love that. Is it? Is there at least a good kill streak system? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't really focused on the kill streak system. It feels stock standard to me, but I can't really. I can't. It feels like every other kill streak system in the base game. Um, but they've added the dogs from Ghost. That was a good addition, and that's sort of, yeah. They it, it's the same kill streak system. I feel without going too much into it, you know. Do you have so? Right. Do you have like different options that you can choose, or is it just like is it like back when they had World at War when there's only the three different things you can do? I I don't know. I haven't checked. You probably do. I haven't even I haven't cared enough to look into it because um okay. as soon as the perk system like perk system really pulled me out. I'm not a huge fan of the gun customization system as well. So mm. if you purchase a game pass, you then get these gun customization maps and it gives you legendary builds. And apparently that has an effect on your overall pay to play sort of ability. So mm. that that's shit at a lot of people. And I can certainly understand why those pay to play should really only be cosmetic. So that's kind of mm. shitty. Yeah. I haven't noticed much of a difference there because I'm not paying with the game pass. I've been able to, to top, at least at my level, a few games. Some games I've been absolutely flounced, but I don't think I don't think those those effects have much of a difference. I think more so it's your internet connection than anything in Australia. No. If you've got the better internet connection, you're gonna win. It's <laughs> like, all about that ping. Yeah, fuck yeah, all that ping. other shit. <laughs> um, so I, I have the I have the yeah. ultimate I have the ultimate bonus. My ping. <laughs> The, the, yeah. the lag switch. Exactly. I That's have all the, the only, power here. It's the only perk you need. It's the only customization you need is a good ping. 
Yeah, and the crossplay is interesting because I think everyone in crossplay, if you want to be a sniper, you're going to have a keyboard and mouse. If you want to just run and gun, then you can sort of get away with a controller. But yeah, I haven't felt like I've been disadvantaged all that much with um okay, controller. That, okay, that's, that's good. Far out. I was, yeah, I was expecting like because a lot of the time when there is crossplay between console and PC on first-person shooters, that yeah. is the case to the point where they'll usually let you have an option to choose yeah. console only. Mm. Uh, do you have that option, do you know? Or uh, you I don't checked? know. I haven't checked that out. But I like here's the thing. It's only early days. I've only played it a couple of days in, and I think they probably mm. you know paired me with the lower-performing players. So if I was... I reckon if you're a top performing player, you'll probably be on a keyboard mouse and you'll be playing against other keyboard mouses just based on your performance rank. So I think if you're serious mm-hmm. about the game, you probably will need to go with a um, keyboard mouse. And if you're okay. just there to have fun and pl- chill out, but chill out against people at your level, then yeah, console. Okay. Okay, nice. So did you get the chance to play any zombies? All right, here's the ugly. All right. Oh, so- no. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, all right. So. Yeah, yeah, zombies sucks. It oh, just no. sucks. Like, it's oh. not... I just thought you meant they're ugly. No, they, I do yeah, case. well, it's ugly as well, but it just sucks. It's a, um, it, it feels oh. bad. It feels like an incomplete product. So, yeah, it's got the, it's got the potential for um, an all right thing. They say, the way they design it is you're in this space that sort of opens up in different areas and you go through portals to go here and there, partitions off. I think that maybe helps with graphics as well to keep you sort of closed off so it can load the new area but doesn't look particularly great so i don't know why it would be so graphically intensive that they'll need to do that uh but the problem with zombies is it doesn't feel like there's anything to it after you get through a couple of survival waves because at the beginning you're like oh there's a lot going on there's a lot of cool graphics and a lot of weird shit going on but once you've gotten through a couple of waves you realize that's it um that's it it doesn't get it gets harder and it just gets harder and harder, but it doesn't get more engaging or feel like anything's moving along or changing or like you're going to a new area. So think back way back to um, way back to Black Ops 2 days or Black mm. Ops 1 even. And um, they had good zombie games. They felt like you had a bit of a plot going on and you had areas that you could mm. sort of explore and get through. It just doesn't feel like that mm. in this. It was uh... it was pointless. I just so I have f- to say a bit of an afterthought maybe. Yeah, yeah absolutely like rushed. It, it felt yeah. rushed. Um it felt like oh. they they had to get it out. They had to tick a box so it was in there. And there were some interesting ideas. They've got some weird characters going on that felt very blizzard like cuz they had even they had these weird aliens that looked like Protoss from Star uh StarCraft. Um, and in the boxes being all weird going, um, and I was like, oh, this is interesting, but then it didn't mean anything and it didn't go anywhere. So I was like, okay. Okay. So yeah, this is a ticker box feature where they just, it it doesn't get more interesting as you play. They just throw more stuff at you. I'm assuming. Yeah. It's not a satisfying, it's not a satisfying feature. I, it's a question mark as to why they even bothered to be honest. I guess people just expect zombies, and that's kind of sad. That's like, yeah, this is what you're going to get if you just expect it. People won't play it, though. Like, um, after you realize that it doesn't go anywhere, you'll play it once, and then after you realize it doesn't go anywhere, it's not not leading into something more interesting, and you're like, oh, that's it. Uh, You realize, okay, well, then I don't need to play this anymore. Yeah, Yeah. That, that is disappointing. Yeah. So yeah, definitely anyone out there that's that only plays COD for zombie games, give this a hard miss. 
Okay, so overall as a as a product, um, just quickly to score off, I'd say, yep, campaign 8, 8.5 out of 10, satisfying for me. Sure, a little bit short. Sure, the actual gameplay function could be a little bit, I don't know. I don't know quite how to describe it, but it just doesn't always pop in all situations, and that's fine. Um, still, solid experience, fun World War Two gaming. Really reminded me of of all the old World War Two games, like COD Medal of Honor back back in the day, but with great graphics and like a really polished storyline. Um, so yeah, just yeah. Wait, was COD Medal was it COD Medal of Honor or was Medal of no, Honor? No, Medal of Honor was a Medal of Honor was a different game yeah. series yeah different yeah, no. franchise exactly yeah sorry about that yeah so that's a fuck up on my part so they're two di- very different things but really reminded me of medal of honor back in the day medal of honor okay. um yeah all right yeah so that that multiplayer eh, i mean yeah it's it's i don't know how much longer i'm gonna play it for i really um those those things that have me really gripped and engaged in modern warfare two three and even ghost you know good perks good customization really felt like when you were changing your your character and customization around you really felt like that had an impact on your gameplay this really doesn't so there's not much to really try around with and have fun with it has a limited shelf life i can't i can't see myself playing this for more than a couple of weeks but it's decent and if you really want a cod game then i guess yeah this is it six fire out 5.5. It feels like the last yeah. couple yeah, of years yeah. with, um, and maybe I'm a bit biased just because as anyone who is a fan of this show would know, I'm not a fan of Activision Blizzard. And uh, yeah, it, just, it seems like the last couple of titles have just been another Call of Duty. It's like, just, here's, a, here's yeah. another one. Where, uh, 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 yeah, it's... Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's kind of sad to see like companies that even disregarding the current situation... Companies that did make like good games that I think people really liked, it is kind of sad to see them just become very by the numbers, very just push it out, get the money, churn it back to make the next one kind of thing. I, I guess at the end of the day, the focus is on Warzone. They just wanted yeah. to sell microtransactions through that. That's like their biggest money maker is Call of yeah. Duty Battle Royale. <laughs> so why give a fuck about the actual game they're selling? Exactly. And I think you have a good point there. I think they sort of have their multiplayer stitched up with where they want their focus to be because that's what will make them the most money. Yeah, so the multiplayer is a bit of an afterthought in my opinion. And really, if you're going to get this game, you're getting it for the camera campaign the, and the campaign is good um it's not a hugely long one but if you're clamoring for a quality fps campaign yeah this is good you'll get a good you'll get a kick out of this if you like uh those nazi you know kicking the nazis asses in glorious bastards type stories yeah <laughs> it's good Bloody Call of Duty Vanguard, a game that i was not expecting any of us to cover on this show but hey i'm glad we did i'm glad we we played it so people out there do not have to <laughs> thanks for that one lucky yes oh, oh dear well you know coming from a game which uh you know also had a really coming to a game which also had a really good narrative guardians of the galaxy i have now rolled credits so i'm Ooh. ready to give my final Ooh. thoughts on guardians of the galaxy did gamora like, make it to the end Oh no! Spoilers here, my friend. No spoilers here I, whatsoever. I'm only, I'm only like an hour. I'm only like an hour in, or like a, no, not an hour. I'm only like five or six hours in. Please, no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, de- definitely no. no spoilers. But what I she will spoil not. for you, 
today, Anthony, is that you are going to have a great time, particularly Good. if you're a Marvel fan, oh. a Guardians of the Galaxy fan. I've, I've just been having a ball and, and anyone who listened to when, when I first covered it on the show was already having a good time and my love for the game has, has merely grown over the over the course of the entire experience i i after rolling credits i just, I just had such a big smile on my face i i love guardians of the galaxy this is one of my favorite games of 2021 and it was such a big surprise like anyone listen, who listens to the show will know i was so tepid on guardians of the galaxy so what a what a nice surprise it was it was so refreshing to have a video game where they focus on the narrative and the characters and the writing. Oh, it was just oh, so good. Oh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Fuck yeah. Mantis in this game. I prefer her to the Mantis in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Oh, so cool. Like, I, I realized why they call her Mantis. Like, she has, like, blades that come out and she... Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, it, oh. it's fucking cool. Yeah, like, I was wondering that. She, yeah, why was yeah, she called yeah, Mantis? Yeah, it's the moment when she it, does the pose. Yeah. It looks fucking sick. Like, she's so cool. And just to... <laughs> just, in, in, it always in, reminded in me game. of Mantis Toboggan. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what that reference is. Oh, it's always sunny. You gotta see it. Yeah. Uh, okay. In, in this game, apparently, it's she, Mantis's powers are closer to what they are in the comics, and unlike yeah. in the in the in the movies where she just has like the power of fucking empathy or whatever, uh, the power of being this- abused verbally by her friends, apparently. Like, yeah, <laughs> they just they just straight up abuse her the entire movie. <laughs> poor Mantis. Poor poor Mantis. Well, in this, Mantis has the ability to see every single timeline so the entire time when you're like progressing through environments mantis is 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 riffing off about what's happening in all the different timelines that she's seeing concurrently and it is so entertaining and so interesting and such a cool aspect to the character i loved every moment that mantis was in the game i want i want the mantis standalone game or where's my mantis expansion your stantis the mantis (laughs) (laughs) yes i'm a mantis stantis that's for sure oh yeah guardians of the galaxy i I absolutely love it now it's not without its faults i have had a few little issues here or there so there's been a couple of moments where it's pulled some assassin's creed valhalla style bugs like i got into the final final moments of the game i kill the final boss and then the the boss is just laying there and nothing progresses (laughs) and i'm just like running around being like it's something supposed to happen you know i'm just sort of shooting him while they're shooting the the enemy Mm. while they're on the hey man hey man as long as it's not pulling those assassin's creed valhalla story crap at the end then you go no purely yeah just a technical issue i can forgive a few bugs here or there yeah yeah (laughs) there's another moment where i got my character stuck as well too there was a little bit of that um a couple of moments where it was a few like a few frame drops as well but nothing nothing too too bad to complain about particularly playing in performance mode on the playstation 5 uh so yeah please be aware it's not like a it feels great to 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 like to experience these characters and to experience uh, uh, playing as Peter Quill and to move around the world. That all feels fantastic, but yeah, there's definitely uh, some issues here or there as far as polish is concerned with 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 bugs and whatnot. Uh, not to mention, like I had a weird one where I I called one of uh, those uh, huddles and everyone huddled around and then just stared blankly at me while the. Just kept playing in the background. It was very awkward. <laughs> Have the guardians just stare at me for two. They're minutes. like, hold on, hold on. This track's good. Hold on. 
<laughs> it's just literally the same thing. Whoa! It sounds like the start of sounds that uh, the Greatest Showman. <laughs> I don't know. If you yeah, it does that. actually. Yeah, because I've seen that. It definitely reminds me of that. But yeah, those moments where you come out of the huddle, they play a licensed '80s track, and then everyone's powers start popping off. Always felt so good and entertaining. The the sounds fantastic. The voice acting is just so great. The ending was not. The, like uh, it's not not gonna go down in history as one of my favorite video game endings that that's for sure but it definitely was felt like a satisfying conclusion to their story and yeah like definitely as you go probably like a third into the game the story just moves at such a great pace from that point on but throughout the, the entire thing i was enthralled because i did such a good job at writing these characters I love Guardians of the Galaxy so fucking good. Anthony, you said you're an hour in. Like, how's your experience been so far? Uh, yeah, oh, to correct that, I was like, an hour in? That's not right. I played it for like five hours the night I got it. That literally can't be right. <laughs> um, uh, Having so much fun, time goes so quickly. Uh, it oh. actually it actually did because uh, yeah. I, I booted up the game and I was like, oh, I'm having a lot of fun. I'm like, oh, man, this level is really good, but I, I should probably be getting to bed. It's like 12, it's like 2 in the morning. I'm like, mm, right, I, need, <laughs> yeah. I need to go to okay. bed. Yeah. Like, I need to, well, I need that, to, go to That's bed. how you know a game is good, when it's got you, like, hooked and staying up. Yeah, it's... I I, I, I haven't had... I, obviously, I'm not a, into the game in the same way Lockie is. I'm not that far into the story. But, yeah, I agree. There were some technical bugs. I had this huge frame drop moment like i was down to like probably less i not not dropping less than 30 but it was going just sorry just quickly you're you're playing on playstation 5 yes and i'm playing on performance mode sorry yeah to clarify okay same so what happened was at first i was like oh did i switch it back to cinematic mode or whatever or visuals mode because Mm. why is it dropping frames here and i realized it's like oh there's just too much shit on the screen at the moment so and then when i moved on to the next area it was fine i was like oh okay so it's just this area is a bit too much shit going on but no like i agree like while i don't think the combat is like incredible i think it's fine for what it is the character stuff is super engaging super endearing super uh fun to have have like I think you mentioned this in your initial impressions where you'll have things where I think in the initial, just even the initial moments, because so um, this, is a, this isn't a spoiler, it's in the first 10 minutes of the game. There's like this moment where you're walking past uh, Rocket's room or something and Rocket goes, what was that? And then Drax goes, I didn't hear anything. It's like, yeah, well, I did. What's going on over there? And then Peter's like, it's nothing as he like walks past the room and like, stuff <laughs> like that. That's really fun. Or mm. you'll have like Drax yelling at Groot being like, Tree, what are you doing? It's stuff like that is really fun. Yeah. Uh, and you have, and I think like, I like the choices you get to, like, they're not huge choices, but like the choices mm. you get to make where it's like defend Gamora or it's like, or push, it's like, uh, it's like, it's like trust Groot or something, something like that. Like you, yeah. you get to choose who you side with or you get to choose like, oh, I'm going to like, I'm going to like uh, poke the fires a bit, like get the, get the team stirring, uh, like by making the conversation go a bit longer and stuff like that's really fun uh, again, because it's not something we get, at least I haven't seen a lot of is like really good group dynamics in like a video game because you have again like root dynamics or group oh my god that's what i was thinking as well uh but yeah sorry i do love them group dynamics yeah holy crap (laughs) i was thinking the exact same thing wow we spent too much time together zach the group (laughs) dynamics the group dynamics um are quite good because again it's a thing where you'll have like going back a little to like ghost of tsushima like, while it's great that you have all these individual characters in their stories, 
they don't interact much. Like, you won't get, like, Norio talking to Yuna or, like, Masako mm. talking to Kenji. Like, even though it'd be fun to be like, how would they react to each other? They're such, like, different ideolo- ideologies and stuff like that. Where you have that in this game, where you have, like, Drax a lot at the beginning. It's just like, I don't trust Gamora at all. Yeah. <laughs> it's just these great moments of it's like, how can we trust her? She's clearly going to kill us all in our sleep. It's like I've it's like <laughs> I've been here for like months or something. Why wouldn't I have done it? So it's like, that's part of your plan. You're you're playing us. <laughs> like like very funny like character moments like mm. that, or like yeah. Groot and Rocket being like their long friendship and how they interact with Peter and everyone. Yeah. It's it's all really fun just to like listen to. I, I, I think the only the only other game I could compare it to in just the interactions of the the, the side characters around you would be like Red Dead Redemption mm. Two. Yeah. When you're walking around your camp yeah. and all the characters are interacting with each other and they have their own yeah. um, passions and their own motivations and they're all interacting with each other thus it feels very much the same when you're aboard the ship uh, in Guardians and you're walking around and checking up on people. They'll, you'll they'll, you'll hear them having their background conversations, and it, yeah, mm. it's oh so good. I'd often walk out, put on a, one of the fantastic '80s tracks in the background, and then explore the ship. And I'll always make sure that I go around and talk to everyone, just like in Red Dead Redemption, because I just I just love to hear what's on the characters' minds at, at any moment. They're usually commenting on maybe what's just happened in the story or mm. just, you know, it could be something completely innocuous along uh, in the ship. There, oh, there's one running joke that I just absolutely love, which is just so so silly, but the, the fridge door is constantly <laughs> open and you can go up to it and close it. So, like, you know, every single time you're back in the ship, you, you'll find the fridge door. Uh, open and there was a moment later on where you close it and Drax is standing there and he goes oh you were closing the fridge door and then Gamora's like oh I thought I was the only one who ever closed it and it was just this like it's such a tiny little moment but like it would just it felt like this sort of interaction interactions that you might have with your housemates where you all have this same sort of issue that you that you're dealing with but you don't speak about it with each other so when you have the revelation that you're all <laughs> dealing with the same thing it's I, I just I loved it I adored it uh, it, God, what what a special game, Guardians of the Galaxy! I I, I fucking love it. Um, yeah, have you, have you got anything left that you want to say on Guardians, Anthony? Uh, nothing at the moment. Only because I haven't played enough of it to really give it like a proper like mm. talking. Uh, but I really enjoy it at the moment. And again, it looks really good. Um, I can tell it is a game that's like this is a little designed for cross platform, but like the moments where you have the performance mode going on the PS5, it does look like beautiful. It looks really mm. good. Oh, absolutely, absolutely stunning game. Voice acted to perfection. The sound design's great. Uh, the world design's great. The narrative's fantastic. Easily one of my favorite games of this year. And if I had to give Guardians of the Galaxy. A review score. Oh, I'm going to have to give it nine nine Vin Diesels. <laughs> All right. Out of uh, nine and a half, uh, I am Groot's. So I don't know. Wait, wait, who's? Oh, Vin Diesel voice Groot. Vin right. Diesel plays yeah. Groot in the movie. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Oh uh, yeah, it's like it's it. Look. I'd almost for me, it's it's definitely not like a ten out of ten game, and it's 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 definitely it's not that there there is issues here or there. The gameplay is not top notch for for me for the experience I had with it. 
I would have almost, I would have given it that if it weren't for those technical issues, just because I appreciate a good narrative so much and I appreciate the kind of game that, that Eidos Montreal has made here. It's, yeah, definitely, definitely one to check out and, yeah, one of my favourite games of this year thus far. Gentlemen, do either of you have any other games that you want to mention before we leave our audience today? Uh, I'm good. I think we can drop it there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> everything else I've been playing has been just like small games of like, oh, I play, I'm playing Bloodborne occasionally. I'm playing yeah. Demon mm. Souls when I have like the chance. It's, yeah. I'm not playing yeah. through. Oh, anything. how good is Demon Souls? Oh, oh. Demon Souls, Demon <laughs> Souls oh, I love so it. Good. It's so hard. It's so hard. Ah. Well, well, because I, I was, I, I had that moment that I have in every of every one of these games to quickly, I guess, talk about this. I had this moment in the lockdown where I, I was hating myself because like. I'm not progressing in this game. I'm stuck on these bosses. And then I beat like five bosses in like a row. And I'm like, yeah. I'm doing great. I'm progressing. I'm actually getting somewhere. I'm getting all yeah. these giant like weapons to like just hit people yeah. with. It's like, now I'm having <laughs> yeah. fun again. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yes. God, weren't games just an absolute lifesaver during lockdown? Far out. <laughs> oh, dearie me. Oh, well... I think that'll do us for news to reviews for another week. Thanks so much for joining us once again, Anthony. That was so much fun. What a great episode. What a great way to spend my Saturday night. Thanks very much for joining us. Thanks again. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be on with you guys. I love talking to you guys. And it's. Uh, I hope the people like um, what we've talked about in this episode. Because I know the last one went on forever because I was rambling a lot. Oh, mate. No, <laughs> mate, if, if people are, mate, if people are still listening to this show, then they must really like hearing about Ghost of Tsushima. So I'm sure they would have loved it. <laughs> <laughs> mate, it was fantastic. That, why, why else would we have you back on again? You were a fantastic guest and it was so good to have you back on. Once again, if people want to continue to hear your voice, where can they check out the podcast that you create? Uh, yeah, so once again, it's What Do You Think About This? Uh, it's available wherever you find your podcast, so Spotify, Apple Music, uh, I think the Google Store or whatever it's called. I don't know. Um, and then, <laughs> again, Twitter, uh, where What Do You Think About This Pod? Or, sorry, or What Do You Think Pod, I think? Um, I'll get. <laughs> uh, I'll give that to Lockie and he can put it below so it'll be the actual name. Oh, Lockie won't. I oh, yeah, will sorry. be putting no, it below. Lockie does not do any of the work on this. That I'll give it to Lockie. Zach, I'll give it to Lockie to give oh, to I Zach. I do fuck all. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I do fuck all. I'm just here to talk shit and derail, and that's my that's my contribution. He's here to talk shit and look good. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, you do a great job of that, Lockie, that's oh, for sure. You. And um, I sometimes do a great job of plugging the show, but not today. I'm tired, so I will do. but I'll do my best. News to reviews you can check out on all these socials, Facebook. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Twitter's the best place to keep track of everything we're doing. Our Twitter handle is at news to reviews and that's with a number two instead of the word two. And if you can, please leave us a cheeky review on wherever you happen to be listening to this podcast because it really does help us get into the ears of more people. Please, if you can, it only takes a moment. And yeah, it's a great way to help us out if you get something out of this show and and Lockie I hope you get something out of this show and please I, I want to hope to get something out of you right now but no. out if you have any oh dear. words of wisdom <laughs> for our listeners before we <laughs> yeah you, you just you, you know you, you're you trying to get blood from a stone at this point I've, I've given you all I can <laughs> I'm a husk bone no, I've got I'm getting... yeah I've, I've got nothing the well is dry um I <laughs> I hope you all have a good weekend. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
Please take care of yourselves and take care of one another. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the shittiest ending. This is going to be hands down the worst ending in our run. Ah, oh, but that yeah, that's good. And keep all of that that's in there. Good. Have returned. Oh, hello, hello, hello. hello. Uh, I think Zach just ducked out as soon as I came back in. Oh, so really? Damn it! <laughs> yeah, so he's gonna be a while, I reckon. I don't know what. Oh, it is. okay. Uh, I'm assuming we all went and got coffees. I said I was gonna get water, and then I realized, you know what? I could use a coffee. Yeah. Uh, look, I need it because I was sleeping just before this. So I'm really <laughs> tired. I don't know. Um. Fair anyway, enough. good that it's weekend. How are you doing? You enjoying your weekend? Yep. Oh, he's he's got toilet paper or something. Huh. Okay. I, I, he he came in holding two things. One of them might have been a paper towel, so maybe the dog peed oh. on something. Hmm. Oh, okay. I I'd say maybe he was having a shit and he, <laughs> and he was he he uses up a lot of toilet paper, so he gets the t- the paper towels on standby. Again, stopped mid leak. Um, yeah. Uh, no, my weekend's going good. Sorry, oh, okay, guys. Yeah. Oh no! Let's see good. if I was right. Hold on. Let's see if I was right. Um, but anyway, Zach. Uh, uh, sorry. Yeah, Zach. What were you doing? Because you held up like two <laughs> things. I was like, I was trying. I was trying to think. I was like, I was like, is that a paper towel? Is that tissue paper? What have you? Yeah, what are you was, holding. That's true. What paper the fuck towels were you doing? and yeah. cleaning products. And I was trying to. I thought. I, I thought I'll give you something to speculate over. And, well, was, let's see if I was right. But uh, oh, okay. but Archie. Um, Archie shit. Oh. In the yes. <laughs> So I yes. had to clean, wow. clean that yeah. up. I noticed it yes. must have been there for a while, and I wanted oh. to make sure I cleaned it up Ugh, just in great. case my housemate got Omar's recording or something. You know what I mean? Uh, leave it there for him. I'm just glad I was on the money. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. I thought I thought you were just taking monster dumps. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> had to, had I to would go never to... use paper towels like that, man, because I'd have to chuck them in the bin, which is disgusting. Oh imagine, yeah. <laughs> imagine <laughs> shitting and then wiping your ass with paper towels. You know, really well, you know, bin. you know, that's pretty common in Europe. Um. <laughs> most parts of seriously, most parts of Europe, you're not meant to flush your um your toilet paper down the toilet because their pipes can't handle it. At least in um, at least I know this for Italy and Greece, their toilet, Eww. their piping shit. So they chuck it in the Eww. yeah, you chuck it in a basket or in a bin next to the toilet. Oh, I'd have to clean that out after every. Like oh. every time because that'd be oh. no it's not staying in there <laughs> oh fucking no, well, they, fucking they, they must just have bidets surely 